Parsha Themes is for inspired people like you who are looking for engaging and relevant Parsha and Moedim thoughts. Our weekly discussions focus on uplifting thoughts and actionable ideas that will upgrade your Avodah Hashem and enhance your Shabbos and Yantav table. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Tropper, and it's an honor to have you with me here today. I'm so excited to have you here with me today to study Parsha's Parashas. I'm going to point out some interesting things about the Ramban. Uh, there will be themes that you'll pick up, which is, of course, one of the main goals here. But in general, I try to give a number of uh, thought-provoking ideas that are kind of standalone on their own. So I'll try to um, number them um, so that you have a way to remember them. And if you want to look them up in the notes, which we have online, that could be helpful as well. So Parshas Barashas, I'm just going to start with the Hagdamas Ramban, his introduction, where he has some beautiful words to share. Um, and one of the famous things that he has is where he talks about everything in the entire world is in the Torah. And he says everything is written in the Torah, either explicitly or in some type of hint through gematria or through Vitsura Saosios in some way, but that we need to know that the Torah is complete and perfect, and in it Hashem has stored every single thing. And one of the famous stories that points this out was really, really fascinating, and there's different versions of who this happened with. But suffice it to say, there's a very famous general consensus um, that says that there was a man who was very, very ill, and the illness that he had was one that the doctors in his current city uh, which was a Polish city or a European city, according to some versions, said that he was going to die and that he could not live. And when the Rav of the city heard about his plight, he heard the man and he listened to him. And the Rav recognized that this exact ailment was actually a discussion in the Gemara. If an animal were to have this ailment, if they would be considered a trefa, meaning an animal that would for sure die within a year. And it, the consensus was a dispute. And it was actually a machlokas between the Ramah and the Beis Yosef had a paskin. And the Ramah held that this was considered a trefa. And so this Rav told him that as long as you live in the Ramah's jurisdiction, in Europe or Poland, um, you're considered a trefa and you're going to die. Therefore, my advice to you is move to the Eretz Yisrael, where the Beis Yosef was the Mara de Asra, and his psak will bring life to you. And according to some versions of a story, this man left and lived the rest of his life very healthily. Uh, either a surgery was performed that saved him, uh, but either way, he ended up living a long life afterwards. And everything's in the Torah. And it's an amazing thing when we learn Torah and we start to see things. Now, of course, we need Gedolim and great people to tell us how to interpret things, but everything is in the Torah. And there are so many lessons in life and so many lessons about how to live, which are explicit, and that we could just read the Psukim and read the lessons and gain them or read the Svarim of great people that have shared them. Another thing the Ramban says in the introduction is interesting part, and this has been quoted by some, that don't think that you understand the hints that I have included in uh, my Purish and Chumash, which we talked about was one of the last things Rampon wrote. So it was in his old age and greatest height of wisdom. He says, when I write about Sisrei Torah, the secrets of Torah, I will tell you that you will not understand what I'm saying. And unless you accept it, I'll be Kabbalah through a tradition from Rebbe to Talmud, from Rebbe to Talmud, uninterrupted, you will not fully grasp what I'm saying. And the stipler has been quoted as saying, based on this Ramban, that there is no one nowadays who has that Masora of the Kabbalah, and that therefore he would love to study Kabbalah, but there is nothing to study. Um, of course, those that study it will say that some of the traditions have been passed down and that the Rizal had codified much of it through his Talmud, Rukhaim Vital. Those are some very interesting thoughts from the Hagdama of Ramban. Now, moving on to the first Pasuk of the Torah. Next idea. Bereshis Bar Elokim. And this is actually a huge machogus we've shown him how to translate. 
And I want to talk about this a little bit because it's really, really fascinating. And Achilles Rashi and Ramban. And the translation that you and I were taught in school, unlike what we normally think that we were always taught Rashi, which probably 99% of the time we are, um, we were actually taught the Ramban's shot because, and do it with me and you'll see, very racist in the beginning, Baralokim, Hashem created, bam, you just said the Ramban's shot. Well, what, what, what does that mean? Well, let me explain. Rashi reads the first Pasuk as very different than what we just said. Rashi reads it as one phrase. In the beginning, while Hashem created Shemayim Aretz, the, the Shemayim and Aretz, everything was dark and empty. And then the main thing that it's leading to is Hashem said, Vayihiar. So in the first thing that Hashem did, Hashem said, let there be light. And so Rashi kind of reads it as, before this happened, Hashem said, let there be light. And that's how we would be translating it if we were reading it according to Rashi. But the Ramban says, no. Betchila Baralo that we translated as, in the beginning, Hashem created Shemayim and Aretz first. And one Ha'ar that I heard from Rav Nachman Klein's Atzal, based on his Rebbe, Rav Yaakov Weinberg's Atzal of Ner Yisrael, was that in this case, the Velt, Paskins, like the Ramban, and the Ramban's shot is more simple to understand, and that is what we, the Masorah that we pass on, not like Rashi. And it's a fascinating way to start with Torah, to recognize um, that sometimes our Masorah passes on one shot over the other. But let's zoom out for a minute and understand what this machlokas is in the first words of the Torah. Okay, so if we go to Bereshis Rabbah, and we're in Parsha Aleph, so right at the beginning, Bereshis Rabbah, Parsha Gimel, number Aleph. It's machlokas between Reb Yitzchak and Reb Nechemia. What was created first? We know that Shemayim and Aretz, the earth was created, and we know that light was created. But which one came first? So it's machlokas. Yehuda says that the light came first, and he gives a very simple parable. There was once a king who was building a palace, and he said, build the palace here. And so his, the first thing the king did was to provide light so that they could light up the area, and then once there was light, then they could build the palace. So, so too, Hashem created the light first, and then the earth and Shemayim and Aretz could be created. But Reb Nechemia says, no, there was a king who said, let's build a palace here. So first they built the palace. And then the king came in and said, well, I want some light. Now that I'm moving in, let's, let's put some light here. And so they brought the light. And so he says, Shemayim and Aris was created first. The palace light came after the earth was created. So this seems like a strange nuance because obviously they're both true. First, you, you, you do light up the area before you build, then you build, and then you do bring in light after. But there's something very, very deep going on here between the two. But the simple, if we just zoom out and you look at the Mepharshim, like the Marzu, on the Medrash Rabbah and the Yifei Torah, they both say clearly that this is actually the Machlokas between Rashi and Ramban. According to Rashi, the way we read the Torah is, Bereshis Baruch Hashem Esh Ramban it's in the beginning of Hashem's creation of the heaven and the earth, the first thing Hashem said, the first thing he said was, let there be light. That's how Rashi reads it. But the Ramban reads it, no, Bereshis Baruch Hashem Esh he reads the simple reading, like the way that we've been taught, which is that, no, the first thing Hashem created was, was the Shemaim, what was the Shemaim arts, the earth, and then later on, the later Pasuk is that Hashem said, Yehi are, and there was light. What's going on? So there's a lot of philosophical explanations, but I think there's something very beautiful that the Yifei Torah says here. Yifei Torah says that if we think about it, so the light that Hashem created, that's the reward that the Tzadikim get. That's the reward that Hashem wants to give all of us, the Ar, the Ar Haganos, the hidden light. And so the whole purpose of the world is leading up towards that light. That's what we want. And so Rashi is understanding that that has to be what came first. That's what the Medrash is saying, that that light has to shine light on the whole project of what the earth is trying to 
is trying to bring towards. And therefore, that's the main focus, and that has to have come first. The Ramban is saying, no, there's something very significant. Hashem is showing that, that the only way you get there is through Olam Haza, through the Shemaim and Aretz. Hashem created that. And through Shemaim and Aretz, that's how you earn your place in the reward. That's how you earn your place in the, in the future reward. And so there's a certain chashivas that's given that, sh- that life on this, worth, on this earth is so precious because that's an opportunity for us to achieve that R, that light. And that's what the Ramban is saying, that first the Shemaim Aretz came first, that we should recognize how much Hashem loves us and how Hashem created his entire palace for us. And he brought us into this world so that we could use it properly and get to that light. And so in truth, they're really not arguing. They're just focusing on which one is the main thing. There certainly is the light that Hashem created, which is the ability to reward tzaddikim for doing what's right. But then there's the earth, which is the place of toil where we work, olam haza, where we have to earn our place in the, in the olam haba. And then there's the yihar, which comes after we hopefully earn that through our maizam tovim. So that's a, just a fascinating way of just opening up the first pasuk of a Torah and how to read it. There's another thing from the Ramban, carrying on a little further, that when it says, Na'asa Adam, Hashem said, let us make man, in Paragal of Pasuk Chafav, Ramban writes, Aniva Eretz Haniskeres Na'asa Adam. Ramban is bothered by the same question that Rashi is bothered by, that what is Na'asa, let us make man. So Rashi says it's the royal we. Hashem was showing humility that he, obviously he was the one that created us, but he called the entire, all the angels together and said, let us make man as a, as a respectful way of talking and, and modesty, as if they were helping. But the Ramban is saying, no, that the Pshat is that Aniva Aretz, me and the land will make, will make man. I'm going to use the Aretz, and through that, I'll bring a man into this world. And again, this is a fascinating thing, and it probably, in my opinion, ties into the first Ramban, that what we're saying is, you, Yerva Aretz, man is, right, Adama, he's Adam, comes from the ground. And his mission is to elevate that Adama into Adame Le'Elyon. He should tr- change the word, instead of being dirt, but Adam of the Elyon, I will be similar to God, to the, to the elevated one. And so Aniva Aretz, Hashem says, I'll help you, but recognize that you're Aretz, that you have an earthly part. So the Naase Adam is Hashem's entreaty for us to join Hashem and choose spirituality and to take that Shemaya of Aretz, that earthliness, that Olam Haza that Hashem gave us, and to turn it into greatness. And that's an important thing. Moving on, the Ramban, Barak Bey's Pasuk Chaf, talks about the creation of man and woman. And the Ramban says that Hashem, why didn't Hashem just give Adam Chava? Why couldn't Hashem just create both at the same time or give him his wife right away? Why did he have to ask for it and say, where is mine? I see all the other animals are matched up, but where is my match? And the Ramban says that Hashem did not want to give Adam his wife until he recognized that he needed someone to be a support, someone to be a partner with him. This is an important lesson in life that in marriage and in all relationships, that we need to desire and appreciate what our spouse brings out in us and how that camaraderie is there and how that ability for tovim ashnaim and echad, two are better than one, and what we could do together. The Ramban in Parak Bey's Pasuk of Dalit is not very happy with Rashi's Pshat and Bahayu Labasar Echad. Rashi says that had a man and, one, and woman become one through children, they become one. But the Ramban says that although that simple Pshat, of course, they are united through her children, but that doesn't differentiate man from animal because animals could also be basar echad, so to speak. They could also become one through creating offspring together. And so the Ramban says, no, the pshat is that basar echad means that they will commit to be one unity, that the man and the wife will come together. And that's something that most animals don't have, a sense of husband and wife and family life. 
um, in the, they live in a pack. That's true, but they don't have this unity of one man and one woman and a connection between the two. And that's an important thing that the Ramban is pointing towards in his shot in Bahayul Basar Echad. Very fascinating explanation there on Bond and Perak Dalad Pasagalov and Bracious that Kayan and Hevel. If you look at the name Kayan, Kayan comes from the word Kinyan. That means that I have the ability to acquire things in this world, material possessions. And the second son was called Hevel. And Hevel means futility, like Shlomo says in Kohelis. Hevel Havalim, it's all futile. What is the world worth? What is all the physicality and all the financial? or any other physical thing that we establish in this world, it has no meaning. It's hevel. It's all worthless. We die and we leave it. But when we sanctify Hashem's name, when we use things for spiritual goals, then it becomes worthwhile. And so the Ramban says that um, this is the reason that the first time when, when Kain is born, there's an explanation given. Kanisi ish salakim, I acquired a man with God. But it hints to the fact that there's man has the ability to acquire things and to create things. But for Hevel, it's, it, we don't want it to be said as an insult. So the Ramban says that there is no explanation of that he was named Hevel because it's all worthless. But if we think about it, we know that Cain was the one that from him, he created the first murder. and He killed his brother Hevel. And so materialism can destroy man. Okay, But Hevel was the modest one. We know that Alpi Svarmakadoshim Hevel uh, came back as, as a Gilgal and Moshe Rabbeinu. And Moshe perfected him. By Aster Moshe Panav, he looked away specifically being Masaki and the fact that Hevel had looked while Hashem came to accept his carbon. And um, Kayan was Korach, and we've talked about this in other places. Yalkut Ruveni has many, many explanations of this. But this idea of Hevel, of looking at uh, physical acquisitions as being futile and not getting distracted by them, is something that Kayan threatens to kill. But the Tzaddik, who comes from Hevel, he learns how to say Hevel Havalim to focus on the spiritual goals in life and what is really worthwhile in life. And finally, the last shot for this week is in Parakei Pasuk Beis, um, in the Pasuk of Vayavarach Hosam, Hashem blessed Adman Chava. So uh, the Ramban says that I saw that Rav Sreiragon, one of the Geonim, um, has a safer where he talks about the Kabbalah that they have about how to read people's faces and how to read people's lines. It doesn't say on their hands, but Talk about that in a second. And a lot of them get these lessons from this Pasuk. I just want to comment on that. Again, this goes back to the original thing that the Ramban says that everything's in the Torah, which is a brilliant observation and part of our Masora. The Ramban has a famous lecture that he gave, a drasha, called Torah Hashem Tamima, where he again explains that everything comes from the Torah and that even the seven wisdoms of the world all come from the seven continents. You have to go there and live there, according to Sefer Achaim, the Ramal's brother. You have to live there for 10 years in order to acquire each of the Chachmas. But in Eretz Israel, you can get them all, because that's the vein where everything comes from. That's the heart of the whole world, and all Chachma comes from Torah. And so that's that's what Torah, Torah teaches us everything. And we know that our Gedolim have amazing understandings of things. But this idea is also talked about at length in the Zohar, in Parshas Yisro, where it says, it says the Zohar there says that uh, Moshe should pick out the Dayanim that Hashem was appointing through reading their faces and palms. And over there, um, Ramosha Cordoviro has a very famous saver called Ar Yakar on the Zohar. And in that saver, he explains how to read palms and foreheads and other lines. Now, if you open it up, certainly if I open it up, I have no idea what I'm reading. There are pictures, but this is all Kabbalistic things. And of course, a person should be careful. Or Yaakov Hillel and Tam Tia says a person should not fool around with these things. As Rashach also said, they don't mean anything. And 
in Mausoleum Yisrael and Hashem could change things, even if you do know what you're reading and you get scared about what you see. But the idea that some gedolim had this ability and the knowledge is out there is something that we know about. And everything is in the Torah. It's an amazing thing. All the lessons are in the Torah. And the Ramban himself was testifying that he saw such a thing. And so when we recognize how beautiful and how full the Torah is, it can be a very inspirational thing. Thanks for joining us. For more Torah content and to make sure you never miss an episode, don't forget to subscribe and visit us at ParshaThemes.com.